Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to another World of Your Playtest. I have a very awesome crew of people with me, and I'm going to be running one of the small one-shot adventures from our big winter book that came out in December. Uh, before, for those uninitiated, World of Your is a free, uh, combat-free TTRPG that's just about having a fun, magical backpacking trip with your buddies. And... This is the first playtest I've gotten to do this year, which is very exciting. Um, for those who've read it, well, you know Wilderfear was made with the things I missed in 2020 just very clearly on the heartstrings of the system, so it's fun to play this in a new year. Um, but I have a very cool crew of people, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. I'm going to go in chat order, which means I'm going to say the name of your character, because you all were super awesome to me, and change them the your names to the name of your characters thank you uh but feel free to say your name and all that jazz so i'm going to start with top of the chat order azira hi everyone my name is mary and i'm playing azira a sun eidolon with she her pronouns awesome uh bint did i say that right Yes. Uh, I'm Jonathan. I'm playing Bint Goron. He's a stone Eidolon. Uh, he, him, or they, them, whatever floats uh, their boat. Um, and I'm being a monster helper geomancer type. Awesome. Uh, uh, Hi, Yeah, Hewin. <laughs> yeah. I knew it. I knew I <laughs> Hello. Um, I didn't change my, my name. I didn't catch the, the memo. But I, my name is Bobby. Um, I play Audric. I am a human. I have long curly hair, big old muscles, and a handsome chin. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Mistral. Hey, um, I'm Kylie. I play Mistral. She is a sky elf. She uses she, her pronouns. Um, and she's got big old white wings that I'm very excited about. <laughs> Good. Oh, no. This is another one I'm going to mess up. Is it Trom or Trome? Trom. Yeah. Nice. First try. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, my name is Luis, and I am playing Trom. He, him pronouns, and he is a changeling. Cool. And Viren? Viren? Yep. Oh, yeah, it's it's... Yep, Viren. Uh, my name is Laura. Um, I'm playing Viren. He's a moon Idolin. Um, he uses he, him, his, um, and he uses water magic, healing magic. Okay. Uh, so if one of you wants to, please take a moment before we start to tell us about where you guys are from. I guess I'll take that over. <laughs> um, we're from Halfwits and Failed Crits, where an actual play podcast. We just finished a D&D game, and now we're doing Stars Without Number, and we like to do little bonus stuff like this. Um, yeah. So this is our whole crew. It's uh, crazy that we're all together. Wow. That is really awesome. <laughs> That's really cool. Ah, okay. I was about to introduce where like, my character was from. Like, <laughs> where he lived. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. We're going to start role playing now. You got to do the whole backstory. <laughs> just cold. Go. <laughs> I was ready for it. <laughs> right about to do it. Okay. So I'm going to set you up with your situation. And then I'm going to let you guys kind of start wherever you're comfortable. Um. Because I like backing off. I like letting you guys take over. <clears throat> and I'm for those who have the book, it's or by have, I mean it stole a Google Doc link off me at some point. <clears throat> uh, 
For those who have stolen the Google Doc link off me at some point, I'm running Noka's Fishing Hole by Curious Little Fox. So I'm just going to read the little thing Fox wrote at the start. Thank you, Fox. You're the best. <clears throat> the snow crunches underfoot as you make your way across the landscape. The air is brittle and still. There's a large flat swath of snow before you. All you can see for miles is a little distant brown blur, the warm glow of a fire, and the dance of the lights above. You are in a place that is not familiar to most in Wildervere. Wildervere is a mainland of, and a chain of islands that consists of six estates. But because the people of Wildervere are constantly curious, discovering, and, well, just have a thing for travel, there are always new, smaller islands being discovered. And the most recent discovery is a tundra, a big, snowy tundra named Valand. And for reasons that I'm going to let you guys decide as soon as I finish talking, your group has managed to rally together and take a bit of a snow trip into the Valen Tundra. So I'm going to back off. Uh, tell us a little bit about your characters, where they're from, and what might have persuaded them to join this group of people. You guys can kind of, if you have an order you prefer to go in, that's cool. Otherwise, chat order is the one I usually abide Let's by. Let's do chat order. Okay. Uh, zero then. Oh, oh, that would be me. Right. No, okay, good. <laughs> so I am a super quirky student. Um, from let's see, what's the city called? Cinder, I believe. Is that correct? It the yeah, the uh, Cinder is the technical name, but Cinder. Yeah, okay. it's okay. Fine. All I right, don't so know how I to pronounce a, half of my own world building. It's fine. You're going to have to correct me pretty much every time I speak. I think. I, I'll, I'll be like, no, that's right. And then like someone else in the writing team, aka my friends, will be like, no, B, it's pronounced out. I'm like, it is? <laughs> I've done it before. I'll do it again. All right. So I am a super quirky student from Sindir specializing in physical science, so chemistry and physics are super interesting to me. I'm uh, kind of outspoken. I don't always think before I speak or do, you know, stupid things. So basically, I'm here looking for materials or components of interesting chemical properties and things like that. Interesting. Okay. So a whole new place full of whole new things that could produce what you're looking for is tempting to a student like you. Yeah, super nerding out about it. Everything is interesting as heck. Especially because, no, <laughs> you're from the fire city. Like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> what about Bint? Well, uh, Bint was definitely called out of the caves that he uh, loves so much. And uh, he's on a. Uh, a journey to somewhere that uh, ha has a monster problem right now. Uh, whether or not he'll get there in this session or not is uh, unknown. He's never traveled this area before. Um, gotcha. But for the most part, he is when, when he's on long jobs like this, he's pretty comfortable with being nomadic and he's got all these little rocks and stuff that he carries with him because he likes to sculpt them and practice his geomancy and harnessing the stone type stuff. 
Uh, so he's just kind of uh, chilling along for the ride while, until he gets to his uh, destination where he's going to have to throw down some big beastie. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. That's, <clears throat> uh... Yeah, uh, I think it's me. me yep, that's it. <laughs> um, so Audric is from Innoven. Uh, he never really had much luck with magic. It never really came to him. He doesn't really care for it. Uh, he relies mainly on technology and his his own physicality to solve problems day to day. So he would be out here because he wanted to explore the world and uh, see what else is out there. All right. That works great. Uh, Istro. Um. Okay, so I don't know if we mentioned, like, age, but um, I kind of envision Mistral as kind of young, so, like, 18, 19, kind of, like, this is her really her first time away from home, out of the nest kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, I forgot to mention earlier, but she has a pet um, wind aetherling who takes the form of a puffin. Good. Mostly because that's the most ridiculously shaped bird I could think of at the moment. <laughs> um, but she... Yeah. she she fed him as a child, and then he just followed her ever since. She really didn't um, spend much time bonding with him. He just was like, oh, food source. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> she hasn't named him yet, though. I'm working on it. Um, she's from Oa. Yep. Oh, um, she's an aspiring um, singer, uh, but she has a horrible case of stage fright, <laughs> which uh, hinders her uh, attempts at being um, a musician professionally. Um, she also, I also gave her um, a bit of the storm summoner um, ability, and I tied it to her emotions. So when she gets really upset, uh, she accidentally creates like strong winds and can potentially create storms depending on um, how poorly she controls it. Um, and her uh, one of her other traits is emotional. So we're gonna have some interesting times with that. Oh yeah, <laughs> but she's pretty much just on an adventure to be on an adventure and i think she probably saw like a group of people leaving somewhere and was like oh i'm gonna follow them (laughs) works for me uh trom hello i am trom and i am an actor that is my (laughs) entire life's purpose that's my parents life purpose and my grandparents life purpose uh and i grew up in ooh ah (laughs) <laughs> we should set up a, sh- a traveling sh- sideshow can i do we want to like retcon that and make us be part of like a traveling like vaudeville group we could yes <laughs> okay there we go <laughs> all right it's probably, so, it was probably, it's probably a very recently formed group a very recent yeah. so, uh, you haven't realized that i have stage fright yet <laughs> i am a changeling uh and the entire reason that i'm out and venturing around is to study other forms that I can transform into and improve my acting. Oh, that's real good. <clears throat> okay. Uh, that leaves Vera. Awesome. Um, I'm from the ocean city of Maritol. Uh, I definitely miss the sunny beaches and the warm weather. Uh, I was tasked with looking for a rare herb that can cure a recent sickness in my island community uh, by the city leader Nolani. Um, I also can't lie, so I've probably mentioned that I'm excited to see if there's any icy underwater lake treasures that I can claim. Good. All right. 
troubling times in Marital. I dig it. All right. Uh, so a little bit of explanation to you all. You probably have to take a boat to get to Valand. It is a... The map of Valand is kind of a big joke because it's such a long, expansive tundra that there really is only one town, and that's the town of Ridgeport, and everything else is just kind of wilderness. So the people in Ridgeport kind of just gave you a map that looks like that. It's just one dot and then space. <laughs> Um, oh well. Yeah, that's kind of the perfect. Problem. <laughs> ah. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to assume that you have recently left the comforts of Ridgeport. Uh, <laughs> it is the last sort of bastion of civilization in the tundra. The rest of it is wildlands. Um, lucky enough, enough people have traver- traversed here that you have. You could make it back to town. You're not hopelessly lost, I don't think. <laughs> um, we'll quickly change that for you. <laughs> look, I want to... So you're, you're going through, um, and I think... Let's say it's mid-afternoon. Sun's starting to go down, and that's not great, considering where you are. Um, the one other observation you've definitely made in your time here is that every night a sort of pseudo-aurora borealis kind of light show always tends to happen almost as soon as the sun goes down, keeping things bright enough for you to keep moving if you need to. Still, the cold gets worse, though. Um, And unlike in real places, it's every night, you know? Uh, You stumble upon, as you're traveling... A bit of a ways ahead, a makeshift campsite. There's like a cart and a tent and a small fire. And I need to say, it's a very small cart, a very small tent, and a very small fire. <laughs> how how small are we talking? Uh in I will give I will give a term of reference in D D. Just just a D D reference point. Think about the size of like a, a gnome? A gnome. Okay. We're not fitting cart. in. Good. No, yeah, we're not fitting in that there, cart. <laughs> but, uh, I can fit in it. But it is far enough away in the distance that it's kind of... It's interesting, you know? Um, you could do with that information what you will, and it's at that point I'm going to let you all take it from there. So we're going to need to make sure. Sure. Do you think? Do you think we can make it to the fire? I, I would assume we could. Yeah, we're talking like a 10-minute walk. If you're oh, okay, good. trudging, it'll take 10 minutes. The average, if you're moving, you'll be there in five. It's no big deal. This is not a far All distance. right, I'll see you guys there, and I fly away. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do that. <laughs> We've walked so far. We can take another few steps. I'm so cold, what you, please. What do your elf eyes see? Hey, uh, Azira? Yes? What, um, any chance you want to create some heat up in here? Oh, well, I guess I can try. My wings are freezing off. (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) And I flick a couple of, like, little icicles off the tips of them. (laughs) Okay, so would this be... If I wanted to create some heat... Mm Mm-hmm. 
that would be the touch the blaze or harnessing the flames. Both would work um, for the specific purpose. Uh, Okay. I will just tell you this, touch the blaze is sort of like the the, the, the bit you would have picked up just by being in Sindir. You do not need to be you know, the sun elf or sun Eidolon to have picked it up, so that's very basic fire magic. Harnessing the flames is more like your innate fire. You're kind of, it's a bit more powerful because you are tied to that element, you know? The touch the blaze ability. Alright. Yeah, you're doing a very simple just like lighting a stick kind of fire magic here. <laughs> yeah. So what exactly do I roll? The, a d20 and then the d6? Or just the d6? D20 okay. and the d6. You, Alrighty! Roll, your attribute dice are just physically... Instead of being like a plus two, you just literally get a physical dice to tell you how good you are playing. <laughs> okay. Um, I rolled a not natural 20. That's still oh. really good. Yeah, just instantly... I'm just, uh, what, what do you want to do with this heat? Do you want to, like, light just a torch? Are you trying to set, like, a bonfire? What is Azira's thought process? I'd like to light a torch that gives off enough heat that the people immediately surrounding the person holding the torch have some measure of warmth in this frozen tundra. Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely. Within a natural 20, that exact thought process just comes to be that torch... You could. It probably doesn't affect you as much because you're you live in the volcano city, you know. Mm-hmm. So even this cold probably hasn't affected you as much as it would have the others. Um, but yeah, no, this specific uh, torch you you can tell just by feeling it. Like this one is way more powerful than your average just by the amount of magic you pumped into. Here you go, Thank Miss you. Yes, thank you. And uh, that was Mary's one good roll of the game. (laughs) (laughs) That's facts. facts. (laughs) I'm not lying. (laughs) Failed Fritz show is almost exclusively named after Mary's ability to roll. Okay, 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 people. (laughs) You put one newcomer in the mix and it becomes Bully Mary. (laughs) (laughs) I got a question. Uh, What's up? Uh, yeah, uh, so leaving from Inaven, would I have any technology that would help with this right now? Uh, Vayland is sort of the talk of the town because it's the new thing and you know how people get about the new thing. So yes, there would def- you definitely would have ended up with like a coat for warmth, you know? Okay. And like, okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. You, you, you would probably be fine. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, should we go check out the fire? We definitely should, and we should make it yes, bigger. Yes, please. Hey, how about we yell out to see if uh, anybody's there? Maybe yeah, they well, don't want us to come to our, their fire. Well, That's true. Bad, I have uh, harnessing the wind, so I can project my voice. All right, just call them. Go ahead. Roll it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, so what, I rolled D d20, you said? D20 plus the dice for that uh, attribute. That's an 8, which means that this is going to be a 28. It's actually a 23. Oh, wow. <clears throat> uh, you didn't... You, 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 you
Oh, I have to roll, roll another. D- it's not yeah, just yeah, eight yeah. additional. Yeah, oh, no, you it. actually have to roll the other dice, Luis. You don't just get to oh add God. eight. Well, I mean, I was. This is my city trait. I was, or whatever. I was like, this is gonna be cool. I just get that. All right. Uh, which one? I mean, eight? that yeah. would be ideal. That would be, but yeah, I thought it'd be sweet like that, but I guess not. We are failed, up. Chris. Remember, I'm acting like I got an eight, but I really got a three, so I have an eighteen. It's not bad. Uh, you call out, and sure enough, there's a a voice much softer than yours, much harder to hear in the in the howling snow. Just yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say, do you want to fight, or will you give us shelter? Yes. If you want to fight, no. If you want to give us shelter, could you there's have a, been any more confusing with that? There's a pause, and just like. You can't see this person, but if you did, it would be that that gif of the woman with all of the math just flying around their face. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I, I think they want to fight. There's this pause, and then, no? <laughs> Let's go, I'm freezing. So they want to fight? No. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> um, Mistral just, like, starts running towards I- the... Which is, like, super awkward because her wings are, like, trying really hard not to drag on the ground. So she's, like, sort of flapping and hopping running. Oh, it's, like, Super awkward looking. It's a flutter jump. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. um, You got, you, is everyone else picking up the pace or are they the only one just... (laughs) No, I'm I'm going. I never move fast, so I'm just going (laughs) to hang back and mosey my way toward there. But I'm going to make it. Art is not supposed to imitate life. Yeah, I'm just walking along. <laughs> what about you? From my perspective, they oh, answered okay. no. So that means yes. they want to fight. So if I oh, have a sword, okay. I draw it. Okay. Uh, Azira, what's your, what's your pace? Slowly with Ben, so he's not all by himself. Okay. Uh, so the people who make a beeline to it, you would find, as you get closer and closer, there's a lady sitting on a log and okay so the this image isn't perfect it's not the it's not exactly the character but it is kind of a guide she is a brownie so she's the race that's the second in that lineup of three that's adorable so cute so she's the cutest race i've ever seen so she's got long brown hair green eyes kind of like a the typical green and white outfit a little little red berries in her hair but it's a lot longer hair than the one you see in the typical image uh and as you guys run over she's like oh great people who are bigger than me this will do just nicely and you see she's holding a little stick and has a very small hole in the in the ice and is holding the stick in the hole and she's like i'm trying to get dinner and it's not going great are you catching fish? She nods just excitedly. Just I can help with that. She gets like real excited and uh <clears throat> she just goes, This is the best fishing spot in the whole tundra. I know because because <laughs> Okay, Viren is vibrating with excitement, so he's gonna lean down in the snow and then use his aquatic communal power to try to call a fish to just jump up and just be caught on the stick. Okay, roll for it. 
15 plus five. Oh, that is a 20, not natural. Ooh. Oh, wow. Let's see. Um, We're getting good rolls. Just so you know, uh, I see. <clears throat> so you see this a couple fish uh, swim up to the top and then try and then in the hole. And now they're stuck. And they can't get out. Oops. Is is the hole, like, too narrow? They have made a brownie-sized fishing hole. This can is I, a problem. Can, <clears throat> I, can I use my strength and punch through the ice to grab the fish? Yeah, go for it. All right. All right, so Herculean strength, that's a D12. So it's a D20 plus what I get with the D12? Yep. All right. Just add 12. You do not just add 12. You no, do- no. All right, so D20. <laughs> they got I got a one there. And then, <laughs> oh, no. Um, yeah. Eight. Oh, sorry. Seven. Seven. <laughs> so all in total, that is eight? No, seven. Seven, seven. So I got six. I got a six off the deep one. <laughs> so you break so, your hand. <laughs> so here's what happens. You no. see this fish stuck, and you're just like, I know what to do. And you crack your knuckles kind of like walk up there a little a little showboaty just like i can do this and then you punch down into the ice and there's a cracking sound oh no and there is a crack in the ice but also ow <laughs> like really ow nothing's broken but oh that was a mistake darn Hey, Audric, you were a little bit wrong. Uh, you know, they didn't want to fight, and they were fighting fish, but you chose to fight the ice. Good one, you know buddy. What? You know what? That ice had it coming. Uh, I will say that, <clears throat> according to Fox's own words, uh, the lake is about 12 to 15 inches thick. Jesus, Fox! Holy crap! <laughs> I don't know if Fox is a scientist, so I'm not sure how correct that is. <clears throat> That's, um... That's some frozen Arctic tundra. Yeah. <laughs> like Sounds like it's right. North Pole-esque. <laughs> Can yeah. we use our unnaturally hot torch to, like, melt some of the ice? Oh, there's a thought. Yeah. Too, I've got a little chemistry set, too. I'm sure we could, like, maybe there's a little Bunsen burner in there. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> is, uh, <clears throat> is, um, are you saying this out loud? Is this in-character conversation about how to break the ice? Mm, yes. Yes. Okay. If you do, then you just hear this brownie go, Oh, that's what I've been doing wrong. <laughs> and they just kind of see that their cart is a long ways away. She just goes, Give me a second. And <clears throat> she just kind of seems to focus in on herself for a second. And her arms kind of do that rubber hose stretch thing. Yes. What? <laughs> Whoa. She pulls herself and kind of leaps in the air using that long stretch. And just kind of doing that gets herself over to the cart very quickly and heaves it back and <clears throat> plops it in front of you and just goes, I brought a few things for making fishing holes. So if you need any of these supplies and tools along with your own, uh, feel free. She's <clears throat> made a rubber. That is <laughs> 
I I love them. I they're so small, but they have their act, their racial attribute is called shape up, and I like it. And they just kind of they just get to do the just the rubber hose stretchy arms thing. They are. <clears throat> it's not just because that's an aesthetic I enjoy. How dare you? Anyway, uh, <laughs> Noka just kind of pulls the cart over, swings open like a thing on the side, and there's just a bunch of different supplies that this lady has brought. There is a far smaller drill than normal. This seems to be a Noka-sized drill, so how useful that will be is questionable. Rope, pittens, a fishing rod, a brownie-sized traveling mug, a mess kit, an excessive amount of food, <clears throat> a tent, which, uh, well, the pegs and stuff of a leftover tent she's already set up her tent, a sleeping bag, firewood, utility knife and sharpener, a backpack, and a cute flag that seems to be hand-stitched with a snowflake on it. Aww. And she just goes, if any of this, she just kind of, like, jumps to the top of her cart and just proudly, like, puts her hands on her hips and just goes, if, any, if you need anything from my cart, feel free to take it. Mistral, like, you. immediately applauds. <laughs> <laughs> She's so excited by all of the random knickknacks that came out of that cart. <laughs> so, and are we just on a lake, or uh, is there any frozen like, ice? They're on frozen ice, but there's, like, nearby trees and actual land. It's hard to tell where the ice sheet start, starts and regular land ends in Valen, you know? Mm. Uh, I was going to try and make some stone chairs for everybody. Oh, you could oh. definitely do that. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to do that. Okay, any other ideas? I know Azira was talking about a Bunsen burner in their kit. I don't want to drop that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, yeah. so I pulled the Bunsen burner out of my little bag, and it's mm-hmm. portable, so it's relatively small. But I say, maybe we could somehow make this work upside down and burn a hole in the ice. Or we could use the torch that I have. I mean, that's already there. No, I really like where you're going with the Bunsen <laughs> burner idea, and I'd like to see it through, please. <laughs> okay. The, um, I don't think the torch might be again. easier. I don't that, know. You know, that might be more effective, a little more efficient. Okay, okay, you're right. So I still have the torch in my hand, and I'm just going to, I'll go over to the little hole, and if, uh, what was the name of the lady that we found? Her name is Noka. Noka, okay. If it's okay with you, Noka, I'll try to use this torch to burn a bigger hole so we can catch some fish. You see her, like, squint and observe the torch for a moment and just go, Interesting. I like it. Okay, give it a shot. And they seem like way less like critical and way more like, ooh, fire. <clears throat> do uh, I need to roll anything for this? Uh, are you going to try and do anything to add to the heat, or are you just going to stab it with this torch that you've already... I'm just going to stab it. Okay. <laughs> um, you do that, and as it hits, you hear, like, <clears throat> the ice starting to sizzle up and everything. Um, I, huh. <clears throat> Give me a second. I don't actually know. Well, this you rolled, like, really high on that torch, is the th- but it is also only the circumference of the torch. So I'm going to say it's not, like, you aren't growing it exponentially big, but 
that may not be what you even want, but it is going. It'll take a bit of time, you know? Like, after a, a little bit, you're able to push down deeper, push down a bit deeper, you know? It's just going to take a bit for it to melt through all the ice. I can, st- I can stay here and man the fishing hole. I'll make some chairs while we wait. <laughs> um, I'm going to look through her pack and just start putting like small trinkets in my pockets. You're robbing her? <laughs> <That's>... What? <laughs> yeah, but, like, everyone's so focused on the ice. I take like her mittens and I just put them on because I'm cold. So her name is Noka, right? Yep. Okay, so um, I asked Noka if she has any string and wooden salves. Ooh, she then like runs to her cart and <clears throat> all that stuff was like in the, you know how like the traveling carts sometimes can open up from the side and you could see everything like, displayed. Yes. But, there's also, like, but there's also drawers and stuff on the bottom. So on top of everything, she starts like stretching her arms to pull through like a bunch of different drawers at once, pulling out stuff and observing it only to stretch and put it back up on the top shelf, even though she can't read, you know? Just frantically moving. And she's just like, I know I left it somewhere. Oh, right. And she moves to the other side and just hands you back a very long stick for her, but it's a very normal size stick for you. And she goes, And what was the other thing you said? Uh, string. Her arms like ringing back to reach and touches the top, the bottom of her chin. She goes, String. Okay. Goes back to that frantic movement and then pulls out a string like by the tip. And you watch it snake out, and she's pulling it the way someone might pull, like, a hose, like a garden <laughs> hose. Um, until eventually the ball of string is laid out. It's, like, full way, just at your feet. She's just like, there you go. Perfect. <clears throat> Thank you. I begin uh, constructing a bow and an arrow. Okay. Uh, you do so have I, improvised I, weaponry. I do have <laughs> improvised weaponry, and I'm tech-savvy, so... Oh, which uh, I'd say improvised weaponry is probably the more accurate one here because there's not a Excellent. lot in the way of technology you're doing with string and a stick. Okay. Excellent. All right. So I'm going to roll that. Oh, um. <laughs> one. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> improvised weaponry. I don't know why I'm, o- and I got a five. So that's a six. Wow. That's, a, that's my second sex of the night. <laughs> Bobby, you you may dethrone Mary as the uh, failed crit person. Yeah, I hope you know. I'm just going to say this out of game. I, I shocked, shocked me that I haven't said this yet. Every time you say your name, I am hit with a wave of. Did you know? <laughs> I hope I'd be online. But Bobby is also my real name. <laughs> oh, your name! No. Your name! Oh, nice. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, literally every time someone says Bobby, I'm just like, oh no, kidding. yeah, it's good How to have know? Bobby on here. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Can we all change our character names to Bobby now? You won't understand. So, funny. Um, all right, so I got a six. Yeah, okay. I will jump right back to you. I do want to touch back oh, on, of course, yeah, fire pole. Azira, you're continuing to push down. Um. You're starting to hit water, which is kind of a problem for fire. <laughs> well, uh, I guess it's okay if the torch goes out because we have that little fire there. Yeah, you do. And then we're all kind of hungry, so we need to fish. Yeah. So right as you like 
Because water's rushing into the hole because you have punctured into the ice, you know? So the torch goes out. You rolled really good on that torch. So I'm going to say, it's like, you have all but reached all the way through. You could pro- It's very easy to finish that break before the torch just gets submerged by water. And you pull it out, and water starts flooding in, and there's like a little bit of ice left, just very little, because you rolled an unnatural 20. And I feel, I feel you on the low dice rolls, and I want to do- <laughs> celebrate this high roll for as long as possible. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. Um, Milking it. Oh yeah, I mean, hey, they're using the torch while they got that 20, so hey. That's um, right. <clears throat> so you pull out this now, like, put out stick, basically. Um, any, anyone else want to do anything in this moment? Um, I can control water, so Viren can come over and just say, oh, nice work, and then he can use his harnessing the water power to kind of draw up this ball of water that has a bunch of fish in it and then just set it down on the ground next to us. Okay. Uh, roll for it. Uh, that is a 11. Okay. Uh, so, how, hmm. how many? Oh, that's magic, right? Oh, you're right, it is. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to have to roll a wild magic surge. So you start to form. This <laughs> Noka pulls out a oh drum God. set from her. As she stretch arms, pulls out the drums, hits them in time, and puts them right back. Um, yes. So you have shrunk, and but still, this uh, this ball of fish starts to peer out, and you drop it on the floor. <clears throat> And there's just some regular fish. Um, nothing too special for the most part. Uh, there is one weird one, though. There's definitely one weird fish. It is... Um, I guess the best way to put this is... All the rest of the fish are like red snapper, normal fish. This one's just a skeleton fish. Uh-oh. And it's just kind of... It's it's acting like all the other fish. It's just a skeleton fish. Oh, terrifying! It's not bigger than any other fish. It is just a re- like it is acting, behaving, and doing everything as if it were a normal fish. It is just that it is just a skeleton with some icicles growing off of it. So it's as big as a normal fish, then? Oh yeah, no, this isn't like a giant monster fish or nothing. It's just. Okay. It's just in the pile, and it's just kind of... 
am I able to like grab fish and to get like ribs to make like fish hooks? Yeah. All right. Well, that's what I do. I walk over to that fish and I begin to take its ribs to make fish hooks. Okay. Um. What if that was like the like lake's god or something? I really want that fish to bite you. (laughs) Yeah. So, do you want to just roll a d twenty? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. (laughs) All right. Fingers crossed, guys. Fifteen. You. How many ribs are you going for? I'm going for one. Okay. Then you manage to pull off one of the ribs. The fish does not seem harmed or affected in any real way. Beautiful. It also does Um, not seem to be dying. Hmm. I'm going to use my good with animals skill to uh, see if I can convince that fish to bite him. (laughs) Roll with it. Uh, well, I just rolled a natural 20 without my uh, other dice, so... <laughs> hmm. Hmm. It's a 24 if anyone's really interested in that. Can I roll against you with my good with people to say don't no! do that? <laughs> I, if I will allow it. It is a that fish. Poor but... fish just got mutilated. Well, who One can talk rib. to the fish? Well, I'm good with animals. I don't know, well, so I, I guess you like... You just talk to the fish and I'd be like, are you cool with this? You could agree. No. It doesn't yeah, say right. animals. It says good with animals. This thing, people this thing take ribs out all the not time. Not natural. No, no, they don't, Luis. <laughs> That's not normal. One person that did. PG, PG. Not normal, you weirdo. I'm, I'm down <laughs> for the thing to bite me. By the way, <laughs> this is uh, supposed to be PG. You can't be down for the thing to bite you. Okay. No, no it's PG thirteen. It's fine. Um, okay. Skeleton fish does make little nibbles at your direction, but there's not really a lot of strength to it, to be real. Okay. Aww. Grab it. Noka just kind of looks and just goes, Oh, I didn't realize the preserve get this small. <laughs> what? Preserved? Oh. It's a strange phenomenon around here. Uh, sometimes, when something is dead for a very, very long time, the ice around this area starts to form around the bones. And then the magic of the ice makes the ice, you know, do things. And it's less that the thing comes back to life, and it's more like the ice moves through the dead thing. Mm, that's sweet. They, they have to be dead for a very long time, though. That fish is probably prehistoric. <clears throat> Now I'm suddenly much more worried about the task that I have to go calm down a monster in this area. (laughs) I can't Uh, say I have experience with the dead. Oh, well, they don't act any different. It's, they're just, they're just, honestly, the preserve can be some of the most docile creatures in the, in the tundra. Because the ice doesn't really want anything. It just, they just kind of move. Hmm. Well, just so we don't continue to offend this um, sentient ice that we're standing on, I'm just going to 
push the fish back in and she just kind of like nudges Wait, can we keep him? The hole. Why can do we you keep want him to keep as a because he's really cute. <laughs> he's bones. He's... Yeah. Can we keep him as a pet? Can we? Can we? Well, I I would assume that once we leave the tundra, said magical ice would melt and we just have prehistoric fish bones. Fish, fish bones, okay. Well, that's a good Inanimate point. fish bones. <laughs> Noka's just sipping their hot cocoa and goes, unless you freeze their fish bowl. So we freeze it. Wait. Wait. So... She just kind of like holds out her hand and her fingers wiggle and little snowflakes come out. She goes, Everyone here in the tundra can harness the ice. <gasps> I hand her the fish. <laughs> she goes into her little uh, cart once again, pulls out a little bowl, and just goes, mm. like, looks at the fish, looks at the bowl, and just kind of <laughs> just goes, no, not the right size. Grabs a bigger bowl, drops the fish, and then just starts, like, freezing it over in ice. They just kind of hand it to you and just goes, they won't move much, but they're in there. <clears throat> All right. Um. Here's your pet fish. <laughs> it's a strange mix of a pet and a and a desk decoration, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> a not be animate anymore outside of the tundra. Oh no, because Noka has freeze it over. It will not. Don't even worry about it. I am giving you a DM out. <laughs> I am <laughs> fair. All right, um, I, I hand you back the, the little bowl with the fish in it because I already have a pet and I don't need a inanimate pet. I like it. Oh, um, speaking of your pet, oh. your pet kind of is like, it was shivering a bit, but as aetherlings tend to do, uh, you see that your puffin has gone from just being like a living tornado to like almost being like a living snow flurry. Ooh. It has adapted to the other elemental magic in the area. All right. I've just suddenly decided I'm going to name my puffin Olaf. <laughs> He's a flurry. Olaf <laughs> uh, flies into the into the little hole and picks up a fish. Oh, he's helpful, too. <laughs> and then as soon as he's helpful, too, they give you a look, open their mouth, munch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least one of us is getting a good meal out of this. I begin to fashion a spear out of the rib and the spring and the the fail bow that I made. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that will be the same as improvised uh, weaponry, correct? Yep. Makes okay. sense to me. It's uh, so a nine and <laughs> eleven. It is functional. I won't say it's great, but it's functional. Excellent. I uh, use the spear into the hole and try to skewer a fish. Mm, I'm trying to figure out. Just roll a d20. If you have something like combat-y, roll with it. Otherwise, just the d20 is fine. I have, um, well, I have improvised weaponry and good with a blade. I don't know if that would... I don't know if that would work. I'll allow it. I mean, it is okay. semi-bladed. Okay. Uh, well, which would you prefer, good with blade or improvised weaponry? We've been using improvised weaponry to craft. So for internal consistency, let's just go with good with a blade. 
Okay, excellent. Cool. So that that's a D20 plus the uh, improvised weaponry. All right. <laughs> Four. And then... This isn't going to be good. <laughs> Six. <laughs> Six. My God. Swing and a miss. Or no. stab and a miss? Stab and a miss. Stab and a miss, yeah. You did give us you did give a fish the scare of its fishy life. Good. I hope he was scared. I'm coming for him. Do you start chasing this fish? Oh, uh, would that be underwater? I was go- I was imagining more like you poking every like other feet oh, every other two feet with the spear. I would I would definitely be doing that. Yes, I'm hungry. So, you start going for this fish and it is possibly the funniest thing I've <laughs> that Noka has ever seen because she is laughing her head off and like she just kind of goes, maybe we need to make the hole a bit bigger if we're gonna have people your size going fish. That would be nice. You she want start... me to give it a shot? Please be my guest. <clears throat> Uh, so Bint takes out of his pack. He has some uh, sharp gems, and he's going to mm-hmm. try and use Geomancer to cut a hole in the ice, almost like uh, cutting hole in glass. Okay, go for it. I got a seven total. <laughs> wow. It is not that you do not break the ice. That is... Do- the most sad part about this current event. It is not that. That's fine. What's worse is the yeah. sound it makes. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Ice scratching on stone. Yes. Um, do I have to roll a surge for that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be honest. Now it's your turn. Mm-hmm. Nat 20. What? Yeah. The world soul is laughing very hard at you. Roll oh, two more no. times. Both happen. Oh, no. <laughs> Good. Eleven and fourteen. Okay. You see an inverted color. This has no real negative effect. You just will be very confused about why the sky is red for a bit. Um, <laughs> and you become very emotive with your hands. Every time you speak, you must pantomime. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> so I idiot now. My my uh my character is hard of hearing, so I'm probably used to using my hands a little bit. Um, but also let's let's say that the wild surge happens like right as I fail to try and do this, so it looks <laughs> like I just whipped the stones into the ground and just like <laughs> stared at them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Let me try. Whip. It is kind of funny watching this sudden change from confidence to. Ah! Hmm. You okay over there, big guy? Things don't look right anymore. <laughs> um. No maybe you should sit down. <laughs> I should go back to trying to make a chair. That's probably a good idea. You know what? We haven't even asked Noka. We haven't even asked Noka if she's had food. Do you have food here? Oh, I've got stuff. 
but fish is best stuff. That's what I say. Yeah, isn't she fishing? Mm-hmm. She's fishing for food. Have we got the fish? You didn't. You did cut through the ice. You did get some fish. So. There's enough. I will say there's probably enough for like Noka and a couple of you. You could probably stand to try and get one more catch out of this for dinner. Hmm. I say one more cat. I say one more catch because it's already seven oh three. Yes. Yes. We have spent an hour at a fishing hole, and I think that's a wonderful thing. <laughs> I mean, that, that sounds friends. about right for this group. <laughs> <laughs> but fishing with friends, it's fun. It's fun. Um, um, Viren, do you, do you think you could do the, 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 the fishy bubble thing again? Sure thing. Let me roll. What are you rolling? Yeah, why are you rolling around on the It's a magic thing. Oh, I'm so short that I have to roll over to the... <laughs> <laughs> this is my regular mode of travel. I just roll around. Oh. <laughs> That's an 18. I love it. <clears throat> what was the dice roll again? I'm sorry. Oh, it was 18. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The water bubble catches more fish and pokes out. Luckily, because you rolled an 18, there are no skeletal fish being real creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Or being trapped in tanks. Oh, man. Who who knows? Maybe they like it. Uh, With this extra amount of fish, Noka just goes, well, you all have definitely gotten fish. That does make my situation a bit easier <clears throat> she then what, just kind of, what she, is your situation noka oh well i'm just traveling i'm heading back to ridgeport actually i was uh <clears throat> traveling around i heard rumors about temples and all that mystic stuff and i wanted to see one then i saw a giant uh ice elephant moving around and i was like home it's home time <laughs> and i'm on my way back home a, a giant Ice elephant? It's not a living elephant. It's <gasps> more like very effective mason work and technology. Which which direction was that in? Mistral's eyes get really big. She's super excited about this. And if you keep heading, if you keep heading east, you'll find it. <clears throat> can we go Wonder there, please? If that's my contract. Oh, can we go? Can we go see it, please, please, please? Can we you go in that the- or a temple? And I mean, both of which are probably made of stone. So I'm happy either way. I really want to see the elephant. Noka just kind of ch- it, it's east. It, you Noka just kind of chugs some more hot cocoa and goes, <laughs> "I'd be happy to take you." <clears throat> but tell Absolutely. us about this temple. <sighs> oh yes, uh, it's a bit of a bit of a tale here in the tundra is nothing nothing we can really confirm you know <clears throat> the only people who seem to know anything about it are the aurora elves and they like to be all hush hush about it uh there's stories that in the cardinal directions of the tundra north south you know what those are you're travelers uh <laughs> i overshare i'm sorry you know oh, it's I- fine i live in a cave and i don't actually pay attention to direction that much Oh, really? Well, then allow me to elaborate about my life's work. Good. (laughs) I love people with passion. Noka is a talker, and she 
has gotten to the point where she knows Tyrion herself in. <laughs> but that's not saying much. Um, she would go on to explain that there are these four strange buildings. Uh, one of them, possibly not a building, uh, that the only people who seem to have any information about it are the elves of the Valen Tundra, who go by the Aurora Elves, who claim that it has something to do with the everyday lights, and that if they follow the lights and they succeed in the temples, that they will be led home. Home? They believe that there's a part of the Tundra that we can't reach. That's where they're from, is kind of what Noka explains. It's like, at least that's their thought process. It's, it's sort of a tradition. I don't know how many of them believe it, as in sort of a, a firm 100% this is my life's work kind of deal, as much as it's part of their custom. It's such an old story that at this point it's probably become more of a, a customary travel to find those four temples than it is to actually find some sort of end point, you know? Very interesting. She nods. I vote, we, I vote we go to the temples. I do too. I'm very curious about this Aurora Borealis type thing that happens every day. Noka just kind of smiles and goes, the lights, I think they're pretty. <clears throat> Oh, I really wanted to see the elephant. Well, you'll be in, well, that's the right place. <clears throat> oh, the elephants are at the temples. Yes. <laughs> uh, no oh. Perfect. Slings to the front of the cart and just kind of goes, it's a bit big for y'all, but if you want to run ahead, I, or, well, I guess stay behind because I know the way. That makes things difficult. <laughs> um, she just kind of like stretches her arm around her head and then all the way at the other end like starts scratching it and you could tell at this point she's just showing off. <laughs> like okay. it was practical and now she's just having fun with it. Bigger brownies again? Uh I'm gonna say gnome halfling size. Maybe okay. more than that. Like, Never mind then. Kind of at the oh, custom they can they can grow their whole body to be like like the the stretching their arms or one limb is kind of their easy street thing. They can, with uh, if they want to, can get taller to it's a reasonable degree. I would say size of like a an elven child, you know. Oh, well, because I was gonna say I could like pick her up and fly and have her direct us, but if she's like gnome size that's probably not super practical <laughs> she could grow big enough for it to be something where you could carry her and she'd still be able to be seen she could probably do that uh, especially if someone else carries her cart that's kind of her big thing on this is so she'll Can't do it lose the cart. i can it carry is. the cart wonderful all right that sounds like we got a plan <clears throat> and she just goes, it's not a far travel uh i'm pretty sure we can we can get there and you can see what you want to see and probably still have time to set up camp without any <clears throat> troubles. Bint is just grumbling as he's like flipping through his contract for whatever he was supposed to be monster helping. And he's like, there were four listed on here. <laughs> I only had one monster. 
Ah, this is gonna up the price. (laughs) Uh, they hear that and just go, You mainland folks sure do say things I don't understand. (laughs) And then she, like, points towards the east and just kind of says, Onward! And, like, starts using Mistral a bit like a horse, and, like, it's kind of weird. This is fine. (laughs) How big is... How big is her cart? Her size. Uh, I'm it's sorry. Say that again. About her size, if that makes sense. Like. Oh, okay, okay. So I can pretty much like, like, want to arm this thing. Like, oh, I'm not like sure. picking up a cart and. No. Okay. Because we're at the hour point, I'm going to kind of skip this travel bit. If that's cool. That's perfect. Sure. Uh, yeah. How I'll cut this part from the editing, but uh, I have a thing at eight my time, which is in like an hour, so that's fine. Um, do any of you need to go sooner? Then? Nope, we're good. Nope, yeah. we're good. Okay, so I'm probably gonna try and get us to about uh, 30, and then that way I can still, you know, go get food before my next thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do what you it. need to do. Okay, cool. You can't eat, and we have to keep playing. <laughs> just so, leave sorry Craig we spent, on like, an hour fishing oh no you don't understand you don't understand the, the one shot was break open the ice oh okay good so we have officially accomplished the task you've, you've accomplished the task at hand I the, the session was Mocha's fishing hole I'm just you expressed interest in something so I'm going to play it off because it's fun oh um, I'm so excited about this elephant <laughs> so you all keep going to the east and to pull this up because I wrote about it and now it's completely out of my mind. <clears throat> once it once it's on paper, it's gone from my head. Right. As a DM, <clears throat> I feel that hard. Uh, so you get to a point where uh, it goes from highly populated with creatures. You see like snow hares and other typical tundra creatures and then it starts like getting quieter and quieter and less trees and just seems like what like very deserted you know uh could i use cave dweller to try and see if there's something up with this yeah go for it that's a dirty 20 I wouldn't say something's up with it. I would say that there's probably you would guess that there's something here that other things want to stay away from. Would be the way. Mm. And, so I have observant. Would I be able to see? Like, would I be able to kind of know or like pick up oh, a yes. trace of what's happening? Oh yeah, you could definitely roll with it. All right. So I'm going to see if I can uh, identify what the animals are afraid of. If I could find my dice that I threw somewhere on the ground. That I put back in its box. Would it be helpful for two people to do that? Um, it would just be two. It would just be two uh, rolls, so higher chance of getting a higher one. So yeah. Okay. All right. I try that too. So that and, and again, that's just the d twenty plus the uh, mine would be a d four. Alrighty, go for it. Uh, I rolled a twenty-two. <laughs> twenty-two. So the first thing you notice is that. 
I say deserted. There is one strange type of creature that seems to reside here. Um, what was the other role? <laughs> An eight. <laughs> it sure is wide. Nicey. <clears throat> but uh, <laughs> what you would notice with the 22 is there are these big blocks of ice with tusks <laughs> out. Oh, God. Whoa. And oh! All they really do is just stay for a long time. And then four little icy feet will pop out every once in a while, move a bit, and then sink back down. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Bint pulls out from his bag um, a bunch of uh, like rope, and he looks at his other stuff, which is like a he's got like a muzzle and like some earplugs and like blindfolds, and he just looks up at the creature and just uh, just kind of stands there staring at it just upset there's no way there's there's quite a few of these in this area and they all seem to be moving in like not ranking they're not moving like in unison but they all seem to like when one stands up all of them stand up change formation laid back down again um uh, you know the, you know the way that every once in a while a mario enemy will like do a little dance yes yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the vibe here. Is like they're doing nothing, then all of a sudden, at the exact same time, they all kind of do a little movement, and then. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, Mistro would like to um kind of like fly up to the top of it mm-hmm. and like see what's up, and if she could ride it. <laughs> okay, so you fly up there. It's not actually a very high. F- a very far thing. This is just like a regular... This is just like a big block of ice. This thing isn't titanium. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a, quite a few of them. But what you realize is, the reason they all seem to get up and move is because they're getting out of the way. Um, the way of what? Yes. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> That's not as cute. Oh, oh that's God. cute. I don't want to ride that. Um, As soon as Mistral sees that, uh, the wind starts to pick up pretty heavily because she just got scared yep. to death. As you so. see this thing, it starts to become... A few things become clear upon initial contact. One is, there's no way that thing can be alive. That thing isn't set. <clears throat> it seems to move in a set path. It tramples and... Right before a foot comes down is when those little ice cubes start running away from it and moving out to the sides. Its foot comes down, and every once in a while, steam comes from the back. Like hmm. from its... Barrier? I was like, is it fart propelled? <laughs> no. Is it a machine, and that's the exhaust? It is oh. a machine. Uh, Noka just kind of goes... I told you that the temple and the elephant were kind of the same. You said that the temple oh. was by the elephant. Oh, this is so cool. Temple oh. is the elephant. Am I able to observe that with tech savvy? Oh, yeah. You can. And the other thing you instantly pick up is the trunk is meant to be a slide out. Interesting. And the big okay. hole in seems to be the top of the head. There's like a big gaping spot. And <clears throat> Noka just kind of goes for for Aurora elves who cha- who take on the orc challengers who take on the temples. This is the mammoth or the trial of courage. 
Oh, so you have to fight the temple. You have to get inside. <clears throat> oh. Oh. And Bint looks at this guy and like right right as everyone kind of notices it, he has just a giant grin and picks up all of his stuff that he dropped on the ground in disappointment and is like, this I can handle. <laughs> um, Azira is going to just take out her little notebook and pen and just start furiously scribbling as much information as she can because she's so frantically trying to make sure she understands everything about this thing. My uh, flurry puffin has decided to hide in my hair, but uh, I like sprint forward and grab like some of the stuff that's trailing out of Bint's like bag of monster catcher stuff, and I like grab some of it and I'm like, I'm so ready to help. <laughs> Good. Varen is uh, just eating some. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, you can go. You haven't talked in a while. <laughs> uh, Varen is just eating some dried seaweed snacks and just says, "I am not that uh, courageous to take on that thing." Mistral, <laughs> grab the end of the rope, and we're gonna get it around a tusk. We're either gonna get up or we're gonna open its mouth and try and find a way in. <gasps> well, I can fly. So, uh, do you want me to like fly and end up and wrap it around? Yep, and I got a muzzle that you can use as kind of a makeshift grappling hook here. I haven't taken on something this big before, but we're going to try. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to change something into the brownie and see if I can, like, rubber band jump into its mouth if you open it. If it's a <gasps> oh, machine, it won't eat me, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've never considered it having a mouth before in this situation. So, like, yeah, it wouldn't. It's, it's got to have a mouth. <laughs> yeah, it definitely can't eat you. It, a mouth would just basically be a giant opening like a porthole into yeah. you know and we got to get into it right i'm if you open it up if you grab its tusks i can yeah uh, that's definitely if it's got thing. a butt slide it's got to have a slide in <laughs> yeah. oh no <laughs> all right so i'm gonna do i roll to change is that is that or is that just like my innate character's ability as uh, a changeling? roll the d6 for uh <clears throat> what is the name of the changeling attribute i'm a fool uh, uh i think it's where are you now you see me yep that's, That's my race trait. So I yep. roll a d20, then the d6, right? Yep. And how well you do on that determines how like accurate you, just in general, you are to a brownie. You know what I mean? I can't wait for him to turn into an amorphous blob. <laughs> well, I rolled a seven, so you may be correct. <laughs> you, you have gotten, like, you look like a brownie. You just have not gotten the size. So you are a U-size brownie. Okay. I'll the take big it. brownie. The yep. big old brownie. Okay, just kind of, just kind of goes. Some people get all the luck. <laughs> oh. well, I drank a lot of milk when I was little. <laughs> Azira was is going to ask Veron if she wants some hot sauce with her seaweed chips. Ooh, honestly, I would try that. <laughs> I don't. Mm, I don't go anywhere without the hot sauce. Actually, that's, that's awesome. Really um, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you just hand me your hot sauce as this thing just like. Another thing you know, this thing is yep. real slow. We're just okay. watching. It's like it watching is and snacking. <laughs> yep. Meanwhile, you've got Bint and Mistral just like running at the thing. Yep. Uh, and uh, Audric, are you, uh, I'll yell back. Audric. You want to grab the other side of this thing? I might need some other strength with me to get this open. Absolutely. Oh, uh, new question. And uh, am I still carrying Noka? <laughs> uh, I think she has retired to the okay. cart. She is watching you from the top of her cart with like little binoculars. She's like, this will be fun. <laughs> Throw oh, her good. like a football. 
onto the outfit. <laughs> they definitely get in. There's just a big hole in the front on the top of its head. Like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. I uh, I just wrap that rope right around that tusk and help haul you guys up, and then I guess what just ice climb our way to the hole. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Do it. And I ice climb with you because I think it's just like the most fun thing ever. I don't bother flying. Okay. <clears throat> you three and- roll for D twenty. Uh, and while oh, wait, wait, wait. That, I'm, I'm also launching into it, so should I yeah, roll as well? Yeah, everyone who's trying to get in, just roll a d20. Meanwhile, Azira and Viren, you two are watching as Noka, like, slowly, like, you see Noka's stretchy arm just appear next to you and hand you both, like, a plate with some fish on it. She's just like, <gasps> and she just kind of goes, there. Do they always do this? And then they they start eating their fish. Like, do they always run off like this? For the past few months, yes. <laughs> she nods her head and just goes, figured. It's good that they have you two. They need some brains in this operation. <laughs> and jumping back. <laughs> um, what were those dice rolls? <laughs> I got a 16. I got, I got an 12. 8. I got a 9. <laughs> okay, 16 and the 12, was it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so... You both, you two are the ones who are trying to pull the mouth open, right? Yeah. That, that's the one that succeeds. <laughs> yes. Um, Weirdly enough. Yeah. So as you two are trying to ice climb to the obvious hole in the top of the head, you hear the things like metal and stuff start to spin and click in ways that it may not have been intended to as the top of it just starts to open and your entryway in starts going up like to the side. You're just like, no, you know, and you slide down the tusk at the trunk and you make it to the end and you realize it's starting to lower itself. And it does that thing where it falls like face first, but with the open jaw. And as it just stumbles, there's no damage done to it. It almost seems like it's like it could do this and is prepared to, you know what I mean? It just okay. needs, it just does a big show of being defeated, is my point. It <laughs> makes a show of it, but like the mechanics of it are not damaged in any feasible way. Mm-hmm. Nice. So uh, with with its head kind of down on the ground, uh, Bint is, you know, holding it open with Audric, but he kind of puts a hand on it and he just goes like, hush, big beast. There's like a click, there's like a clicking sound as the mouth stays like in a locked position, and now it's basically an elephant version of the Cave of Wonders from Aladdin. Good. Yes. <laughs> Don't you dare. The Cave of Wonders. <laughs> and it's just there, and all like the, all of the cube with tusks, the mammoth cubes, just kind of like sense the lack of movement. And just seem to like nuzzle into the ice that they're in, just like ah. <laughs> this Zero. does seem Zero. like it would have been my uh my contract here. It did calm many creatures. Mm-hmm. I mean, I suppose, but if it's like part of a traditional rite of passage, don't you think people wouldn't be upset by it? Okay, just goes. I don't care. Head on in. Let's see what's inside. I've been curious. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. I was personally thinking that just approaching it was the trial of courage, but I guess there's more. (laughs) All right. What's in this big bad boy? I'm a little taken back by how eager they are to get into the elephant here. 
okay. Are gonna, what are they going to do here? Like, are, so, they, are you tricking us no. to get into this elephant? Okay, so here's the thing. Um, I'm trying to find what happens. All right, so... Uh, right, once you make it inside... Uh, it, the, honestly, the inside is rather small. There's only one hall <laughs> with a dais in the center. Uh, and it holds a stone base and a small piece of crystal in one of three slots in the base. Ooh. And it, 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 you, this one stone base is just kind of standing in the center of the dais, and as you like pull it out, uh, I'm going to have to say that probably the only person who could, because of how long it's been in a literal thing of ice, is Azira. Like, I think she might be the only one who could like heat up the ice around it to be able to pull it out, you know? Azira! Azira! <laughs> Come on! Running, 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 running. Oh, it's now super easy for anyone to walk into. Now it's just basically a building with a cool shape. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what would be best here? The harnessing the flames again? Yeah, that would be good. Okay. Whatever your highest dice is, I think. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, no. No, 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 I don't like that. (laughs) I rolled an eight. Hmm? I rolled an eight. You melt a little too much, but you oh, don't no. damage anything too severe. You think, you hope. <laughs> okay, I just start blowing on the smoke coming out of my fingers like <laughs> <laughs> The dais is now a little melted, but it's <clears throat> underneath the ice is just more stone, so like you didn't cause serious damage. There's just some scorch marks on the stone stuff now. Uh you pull it out, and I'd like to think that. Uh, are you just going to keep it? Are you going to like look at it or observe it at all? You are the, sort of the scientist one. Yeah, definitely inspect it with my notepad and my glasses. Okay, so roll anything sort of like observational, that kind of wheelhouse. I've got genius inventor. Yeah, that could work because I'll I'll, okay. I'll I'll go with it because that might be able to. You might be able to reverse engineer what this thing even is by looking at it. <clears throat> okay, okay, okay. All right. Uh, math. Uh, 23. Okay. So, here's the thing. Instantly you pick up on this. There are two empty spaces <clears throat> in this little stone base. And another third space where, in the middle where the crystal is. There's like a very tiny sliver, you know, and two spaces on the side that are empty. On those side spaces, there are uh, E and W written onto them, which makes you think, especially because of the S peeking through the clear gem, that these are supposed to be, that these little crystal shards are probably in the east and westernmost temple. And this is supposed to be your little thing, you know, this is how you hold on mm-hmm. to them. And just kind of taking a guess of that. And once you do kind of pull it out, you hear some makeshift clicking noises as that stone dais like opens up and another of almost the exact same, just with slightly different crystal colors, just seems to rise back to where the dais is. And as soon as that click is heard, you hear a very clearly mechanical version of an elephant like blowing out the trunk sound 
and it's starting to get up. I think that's our cue to go. You Let's have get out of here. Should we put that back? back? Let's not disturb the natural order of things. Oh, there's yeah. another one in its place, is the thing. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh. I'm going to take the other one. So it's like basically proof <laughs> that you passed the trial or whatever. Yeah. And as soon as you. Yeah. And run, run, run. Oh, Time to go. Can we take the other one and just instantly another one clicks open? It's just like, okay. <laughs> Seeing this, Bint is like, all right, I guess I'll take one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean let's all take one. Yeah, what? not wanting to be left out, I think we yeah. all take one. Our friendship crystals. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but all different colors, you can decide the colors yourselves. The, and another one just pops out, and you are faced with a choice. There are two ways out. One of them is gross, and one of them is a fun slide. Slide. Gross. Slide. Gross. Gross. Kill Noka. No! I will tell you that Noka did not take one. She was just real curious what was inside the giant elephant thing. Fair enough. <laughs> I take Noka's. Now I have two. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Uh, but for those who have picked fun, uh, you slide down the inside of the, of the trunk because it was definitely meant to be that when you finish, you slide down the slide and cool, you get a cool slide out of it. You know? oh, that's fun. <laughs> Yay! I use, I use my wings to make myself go faster. <laughs> yes. Who chose the slide? Bint. Me. Oh, wait, no, Azira. no. Otherwise, sorry. Uh, Mistral. Mistral chose the uh, slide. Viren. Viren chose the slide. Yep. Oh, Viren, please tell me you make it a water slide because that's the coolest thing. <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. Like I'm slipping and sliding all around. You just you just see Mistral fly out and Viren like shoot out with her out of the <laughs> and it is a sight. <clears throat> um, I use my like the like uh that wind thing that I have. Hang on, sorry. Gotta get back to that. Harnessing the wind to make all of us like float a ways before we like land on the ground. <laughs> yeah, you do not take it. Nokos will slid down the slide with you, and as she lands, uh, just turns to Viren and Mistral and goes, if there's any way I could repay you for the fun we had today, then let me know, because you guys are real, real cool. <clears throat> oh, thanks, Noka. Thank you. I just had fun. She just kind of, like, runs to her cart and goes, here's the thing I want to give you, though. Um, <clears throat> she then, um, she would say that she, you are welcome to make camp with her, and she just goes, and also, uh, I was looking through, and you don't find a lot of flowers or anything in this in this tundra, but I did find one, and she, like, pulls open her stuff and stretches out a little herb, and Viren, sure enough, it's the exact thing you were looking for, and somehow it ended up in possession of this little brownie who just likes picking random assorted flowers because ooh pretty. <laughs> Thank you, Nova. This is gonna save everyone. She just kinda looks and goes, I don't know how that happened, but like double thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> There's a ton of it uh, over by the <clears throat> over in the West. Like <gasps> tons. We'll have to go there next. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone who chose gross <laughs> Yes, can I roll bad luck for whatever oh, happens God. gross? Well, the only other way out is either the front way or the back way, and it, for you people who wanted to crawl out the butt, <laughs> <laughs> Good. you could basically use the tail as a rope swing. 
Good. Good. I feel like both <laughs> gross and fun would be accurate descriptors. Because I feel like the tail as a rope swing would be fun. Getting to the tail would not be. The thing is, on the inside, it doesn't look like your crawl. You know what I mean? It looks like a hallway inside a building. It's completely normal. But to anyone looking from the outside, aka those of us who took the fun route, it looks like your head's poking out of this elephant's butt. Jim Carrey in the mask. Or not the mask, the... uh... Oh gosh! That is exactly that is exactly the dichotomy you face. Yes. So do do uh, Audric and uh, Trom do this gracefully and like swing out the tail? If you, I'm not going to have you roll because we're already over time. So I'm going to say, yeah, why not? You guys get a cool moment where just so excellent. So so I rolled bad luck for Bint just for for uh, fun for funsies, Mm -hmm. and I rolled a four on the twenty and a four on the bad luck. So I got a zero for coming out of this thing's behind. (laughs) You jump out as like they've been swinging it back and forth, and it's swung like you clutch it, and the next swing out, you land. The next person clutches it. You are like a little too eager, and you fly out, and you realize. Hi, we're Halfwits and Failed Crits. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Failed Crits, and where you can visit our website at www.halfwitsfailedcrits.com, and you can find us on pretty much any podcatcher. Thanks for having us on the show.